Hallelujah. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah. We are so excited to welcome you to worship on this Easter Sunday as together we celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I welcome you to worship here at the Lutheran Church of St. Andrew, and I pray a blessing on your worship this morning.
grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen. Let us pray. Almighty God, in raising Jesus from the tomb, you destroyed the power of sin and death. Forgive our sins and our failure to live by the good news of his resurrection and grant us the radiant power of your grace. Through Jesus Christ, our risen Lord. Amen. By his suffering, our Lord has made payment for our sin. And by his rising, he has destroyed the power of death. As a called and ordained servant of our risen Lord and by his authority, I therefore declare to you the entire forgiveness of all of your sins. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. We continue in worship with a reading from the Old Testament. It is read to us today by Jim Abelese. On this mountain, the Lord of hosts will make for all peoples a feast of rich food, a feast of well-matured wines, of rich food filled with marrow, of well-matured wines strained clear. And he will destroy on this mountain the shroud that is cast over all peoples, the sheet that is spread over all nations. He will swallow up death forever. Then the Lord God will wipe away the tears from all faces and the disgrace of his people he will take away from all the earth, for the Lord has spoken. It will be said on that day, Lo, this is our God. We have waited for him so that he might save us. This is the Lord for whom we have waited. Let us be glad and rejoice in his salvation. Our gospel lesson for today on the resurrection of our Lord comes from St. John, the 20th chapter. Early on the first day of the week, while it was still dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, They have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciple set out and went towards the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings lying there and the cloth that had been laid on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who reached the tomb first also went in, and he saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to their homes. But Mary stood outside the tomb, weeping. And as she wept, she bent over to look into the tomb, and she saw two angels in white, sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to them, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she said this, she turned round and saw Jesus standing there, but she did not know it was Jesus. Jesus said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? For whom are you looking? Supposing him to be the gardener, she said to him, Sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him, and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, 
Rabboni, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, Do not hold on to me, because I have not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them that he had said these things to her. This is the gospel of the Lord. Hi everyone, happy Easter. Today is such a special day. What do you think about when you hear someone say happy Easter? Maybe you think about the Easter bunny and him hiding eggs for you to find. Maybe you think about chocolate and candy and Easter baskets. All of these things are so much fun, but Easter is important because Jesus came back to life after dying to save us from our sins. This is great news for everyone because we will be in heaven with Jesus one day and he is with us right now. I want you to imagine that you have a pet caterpillar and that caterpillar makes a cocoon. A cocoon is something that holds and covers the whole caterpillar. Once your caterpillar is in the cocoon, nothing happens for several days. You may think that your pet has died. You may feel a little sad because you think you lost your fuzzy little friend. Then one day you notice that the cocoon is empty and there is a butterfly flying around. Your caterpillar is gone and it has become a beautiful butterfly. This is what happened to Jesus on Easter Sunday. He went into the tomb a dead man and three days later the tomb was empty and he was alive. If you invite Jesus into your heart and make him your best friend, he will make you into a new creation just like he does with the butterfly. Jesus rose from a tomb. I'm going to open this tomb, and when I do, a beautiful butterfly comes out. The butterfly is a symbol of the resurrection and of how God brings life to you and me. Happy Easter.
this is impossible. Dude, no way. I told you. You're not going to believe what just happened. Long ago, this is what they felt like when it happened. And today, it's how we should feel, too. Because what it meant for them, it means for us. Some of you may remember that a few years ago we shared this video as a way of beginning our worship here at St. Andrew on Easter Sunday, and I thought that it would be a good idea to share it with you once again today, in part because it depicts the message of Easter coming through our technological lifelines that have become so important and vital to us, especially during the last month, and in part because it also depicts the message of Easter entering the lives of women and men and girls and boys of every age, every race, every nation, all around the world, separated by distance, but transformed by the power of its message. Not in a church full of people, but wherever they are when that message reaches them. Well, we're obviously not celebrating Easter Sunday in a church full of people this year because of a worldwide health emergency, a life-threatening, life-altering thing known as a coronavirus. For the first time in my whole entire life, since I first celebrated Easter at age 11 months and joined the congregation in the singing that day, I am not in a great, big, beautiful, wonderful, praising crowd of people, and neither are you, at least not physically. And I have to tell you, I'm sad about that. I miss the celebration in person, and I'm definitely missing you. But today I am tremendously thankful for a number of things, like the images and the music of Easter's past, like the music that was prepared for this Easter Sunday as we worship and celebrate together in spirit from wherever we are on a resurrection day that we are never going to forget. I don't think I've ever been more thankful that the story of Easter, of our Lord's resurrection and his triumph over death and the grave, as we heard it in the Gospel of John, doesn't begin with fanfare and trumpets and a church full of people, but with an isolated single woman, alone in a cemetery, anxious, fearful, grieving, and feeling the distance, both spiritually and physically, that the events of that previous Friday had caused between her and her crucified leader. Mary and Peter and John and the others were afraid to go out on Easter morning because their teacher had been killed. And they were probably wondering if they might be next. That's how Easter really begins. But that's not how Easter ends. Because the story goes on and in it the risen Christ meets Mary where she is, physically and spiritually. 
He comes to her and he shows her that he is very much alive. He calls her by name and he transforms her into the very first messenger of a new life that would change the history of this world forever. And so as much as I want to be in a church full of people on this Easter day, and I yearn for the day when that will be the case once again, I am thankful today that Easter isn't just about a crowded, grand church service, and it never was. Easter is about the one who meets you wherever you are, physically or spiritually. And through his risen life, by his presence, in his word, in the fellowship of good and faithful people, He comes to be with you to transform your life so that Mary and Peter and John and all the others might look at absolutely everything differently, including all of this, from the shadow of an empty cross, from a tomb that could not hold the Lord of life. And so as we celebrate today, even though we're not together in a church full of people, at least not physically, I want to invite you to key in on that part of the Easter story. And remember that wherever you are today, that he's still risen. And it's still Easter because you are loved by God himself. Who in his son came into this world. Who fought and won your freedom. Who died. Who rose again because... He doesn't want a church full of people or a heaven above without you in it. And so most of all, I am thankful on this resurrection day in the midst of a worldwide pandemic while this old heart, its absence grows fonder for you. In the midst of an Easter celebration that we didn't plan for or hope for, at least not in this way, nevertheless, we still do celebrate. And we give thanks for the victory. And we face the future and we live as people of resurrection hope. Because as St. Paul said in his letter to the Romans, which I've already quoted during the season of Lent, there's nothing in all creation that can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. As David the king said in Psalm 34, in his own season of isolation and distance, I will bless the Lord at all times and his praise will ever be on my lips. And then there's one other verse that I want to lay on your heart on this very different Easter day, and it comes from the very last book of the Bible, the book of Revelation, in which the risen Christ sends a message to a church full of people in a proud and beautiful Asian city called Smyrna. And he gives them a command And with it comes a great promise. The risen Christ says to the church, be faithful unto death and I will give you the crown of life. I will give you the resurrection. I will give you Easter forever. It's a great command and it comes with an even greater promise. And it's a good one for this Easter day. And I share it with you especially because that term, the crown of life, in Spanish, 
is Corona de Vida, the crown of life. That's the Corona that God has for you and that he wants for every single one of you the crown of life, the corona de vida. And in the risen life of Christ, that's the corona that I want for every one of you wherever you are watching or worshiping on this resurrection day. So that by the grace of the risen one, we can also be transformed like Mary and Peter and John and come to a day that begins with isolation and anxiety, and fear, and be transformed into people of resurrection hope. Because even today, especially today, he's still risen, and it's still Easter for you and for me. Pastor Nick and I and our families, along with our staff and our leaders, thank God for you, for your faithfulness, for your perseverance, for your service, for your messages, for your gifts and offerings, for your love for the risen Lord, and for his church, and for each other, and for an hurting and an anxious world. I thank God for a church filled with people of resurrection hope, and I look forward to that day when this place will once again be a church full of people giving honor and glory to the one who brings life and freedom and a great future for all eternity to people like you and me. With our love and our prayers, I wish you a blessed Resurrection Day. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen.
continue with the prayers of the church. Together, we pray for the church, the world, and for all of creation. Risen Lord, you sent your angels to announce the resurrection. Send us as messengers to announce this good news with courage, clarity, and truth. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Risen Lord, as you died for the world, so also you rose for the world, that it may have new life. Teach all of humanity to value life as your gift. Give us wisdom, insight, and hearts of compassion, and cause us always to rejoice in our baptism into the death and resurrection of Christ. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Risen Lord, defend those who serve the whole human family throughout our nation and around the world. Give healing and relief to those who are ill and comfort all who mourn. Sustain first responders, healthcare providers, government officials, parents and children, teachers and students, those who are without work or live alone, all who experience anxiety and fear, and Christians throughout the world who grieve our inability to praise you today in the physical presence of congregations in which they gather to receive your grace and be spiritually enlivened by the blessed fellowship we share. Remove from us the fear of death and renew in all of us the joy of your salvation. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Into your hands, O Lord, we commend all for whom we pray, trusting in your mercy. Through Jesus Christ, our risen Lord. Amen. Together, we join in the prayer that our Lord has taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. May the God who raised Jesus from the dead make you stand strong in your faith. May Jesus Christ, triumphant over the grave, make you bold to share this good news. May the spirit of truth abide with you and guide you into paths of service. And may Almighty God, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, bless and raise you to newness of life, now and forever. Amen. The Lord is risen. He is risen indeed. Hallelujah.